What are you eating? Chicken McNuggets. Oh. With the the Szechuan sauce? Fuck no, I need Szechuan sauce. What, what kind of a piece of trash Rick and Morty fan do you take me for? So my son referred to <laughs> the um, the Szechuan sauce outcry as a mm-hmm. tism storm. Have you guys okay. ever heard that phrase before? No. As an autism? <laughs> oh my god. He was like, fucked up. <laughs> he was like, Mom, did you hear about the tism storm that the Szechuan sauce caused? I was like, wait, the what? He's like, tism storm. I was like, what does that mean? Jism storm? Tism. Oh. As an it's not like you said jism storm. No. It's like a, when there's a bunch of dicks in a circle and they all shoot off at once and it like forms a low pressure system and it just starts swirling around and, you know, Peter gets all wet as usual. <laughs> my, my power gets knocked out. <laughs> you lose internet for three like weeks. Bill Pullman and Helen Hunt are oh. running around chasing it. Yeah. I, I think it's a jism. different type of jism storm, though. That wasn't Bill, Bill Pullman. That was, uh, what's his Same name? Shit. Yeah. Same thing. You knew who I meant. You knew I was talking about Twister. We're all good. Yeah. All white guys Bill. are the same. Wait, wait. <laughs> I, I'm not getting the connection to autism and Rick and Morty. It was a f- uh, the connection was grown-ass men were having a meltdown. Where a, a collective of grown-ass men had a meltdown over Szechuan sauce. Oh, okay. It, one of my friends who's like a huge Rick and Morty fan was like, oh, if it was like a a joke on one of your favorite TV you shows, would. you'd be doing this too. I was like, no, I, I don't think I fucking would. You would go and try no. to have some. No. I'm not saying you would cause a riot, but you would get in line to wait for it. I wouldn't get in line for a fucking dipping sauce at McDonald's. People were lining up like it was the fucking new TV at Black Friday on Thanksgiving, which I think is equally stupid, you know? Like, I, I would go to the fucking grocery store and buy, like, Szechuan sauce myself. Um, like, they don't yeah. sell it in the grocery stores. Well, you can the... make it. You can't. There's a recipe online. Well, now there is. <laughs> there wasn't then. If there had been a McDonald's near me that had the Szechuan sauce, I would have at least tried to get it. But, I mean, I wouldn't have gotten it because I wasn't going to go wait in line the day before. Yeah, exactly. It, yeah, if I w- And that's it, the only way, that's the thing, is that the reason why there was such an outcry is because each McDonald's that got it, and there were not a lot of McDonald's in the country that got it. They only got like 20 packets of the sauce. And half of them, the employees stole it first because they're like, <laughs> fuck you, I'm working for minimum wage, I'm going to sell this shit on eBay. <laughs> I don't fucking blame them one bit. And I laugh at whoever paid $1,000 for it considering they're about to come out with more of it That's in a couple of ridiculous. weeks. Somebody gave they away their car for ridiculous. one. What? Yeah. Who the hell does this? Somebody gave away like a 2006 car for one packet of fucking sauce. And this one and this one was just like, it's their loss, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, okay. I'll, I'll take it. Have my fucking sauce. I don't care. <laughs> Welcome to Mouthy Broadcast, everybody. I'm Jenny. Spooky Jenny. I'm Demonic Lauren. Ooh. I'm Peter. <laughs> Peter, what's your costume? What's your cosplay? What's your cosplay? Uh, my dick has a mask on. <laughs> Does that mean you're going to show it to us? Well, uh... What kind of mask? It's a, uh, Michael Myers mask. Damn, so for Spider-Man. Go web! 
Yeah, a Spidey, a, a Spidey cocksock would be a really good costume. You <laughs> well, should get one. The porn parody Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> Does it still star Peter Parker? Oh, Aunt May. Peter Porker. Yeah! <laughs> Peter Porker. Tee-hee-hee. You said a naughty word. <laughs> mm. So, uh, for anybody not on Patreon... Just so you know, we're Lauren and I are in costume today because it's Halloween. Yay! Mm. Well, it's not Halloween when we're recording this, but it's, go fuck yourself. It's Halloween weekend. It's close enough. Close enough. So, are we both like demons? I think so. Cool. Yeah, I've got on horns. You've got on horns. Yeah. Uh, we did some spooky makeups. Um, I'm I came from a, a place where costumes. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> right before we recorded, I was out at a. Uh, at a brewery that had a game day and um wearing costume gets you a discount so i'm in full costume nice um should i stand up for patreons it'll be boring yeah. for audio only as but, long okay. as it doesn't like yank the mic off the table and cause mass havoc we're good so damn them hitties though <laughs> that's what i was saying earlier um so you can't tell there's a dress and like the slits are like all the way up. I had to wear shorts. I might have under to raise the Patreon amount to see the video on this. <laughs> Hold on, let me stand up. Hold on, let me let me make sure that my headphones aren't gonna, like you said, knock over the mic and cause havoc. Hold on. The hell? Can you see me? Yes. Can you see my legs? Yeah. Can... Dance for Can me, we... mama. Okay. I'm wearing shorts under the dress because the, they're. It's like a Angelina Jolie leg split thing. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So um, I wore this um, to my uh, favorite hangout, Maltese Brewing Company. And uh, like I, I go in there with the corset on. And then as soon as I sat down at the table where my friends were playing games, <laughs> like there was like an overspill. <laughs> oh, my God. Of titties. Is nip slip? the nips didn't quite slip out and the way that i'm wearing this i have like this dress on under it like this corset is not supposed to be made is it's not made to be worn over clothing um Mm. but i have special concerns so (laughs) special concerns meaning meaning nip slips um okay So, but as soon as I sat down at the table, I was like, yeah, I'm going to put my sweatshirt on. This isn't happening. And I put my sweatshirt, I had a big hoodie and I just like put that on over my costume. And then, uh, (laughs) it was still, the course, it was still really uncomfortable because it was like riding into weird places. And I was like tugging at it through the sweatshirt. Oh my God. And (laughs) my one friend who's sitting across from me was like way too distracted to play the game. (laughs) There's a sweatshirt on. Stop. Like they're well covered. Please stop. <laughs> it's like I, stop I just playing forgot. with your titties and answer the fucking questions. Yeah, but boobs. Yeah. Oh, where'd my cape go? Yeah. Like mm. costume has a cape too. I lost the cape. I don't know where it is, but it doesn't have a hood like yours though. This is my uh, my super spooky cloak that I bought online. Uh, I don't know why, but I just noticed that none of this was recording, so the patrons don't even get to see the stuff that I just <laughs> tagged for the Patreon. Oh, no. Well, go fuck yourself. Oh. <laughs> My computer's been a real dick to me today. Like, it started out with me talking like a robot, 
Peter sounded like a robot. Yeah, it was just good times. Good times. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to put a giant stop to that, but sorry, Patreons. Like, we'll get Lauren to take a picture or something. And No. No? <laughs> Fuck it. All right, I don't care. <laughs> it's really hard to take a picture. <laughs> you have a mirror right there. Yeah. Uh, my room's a mess. She was lying about wearing shorts underneath. We just saw like a vag flash when she got up. So yeah. it's really, it's, it's wait, your wait, loss. Wait, are we still putting this on the podcast? This is the podcast, Lauren. Yes. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so, well, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> so has anybody started watching Stranger Things yet? I did. How's it been so far? Because I'm, I'm being kind of lazy and I haven't watched it. It's... No spoilers. I'm not going to spoil it, but uh, it's it, they're doubling down on the, remember that thing you like from the 80s? Here it is again. Yeah, member berries. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's member berries, the TV show. And I will say this, though, the, uh, you, know, you know the whole like justice for Barb thing that happened last year? Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Like they're really fucking overcompensating for it in the new season where, where it's like a whole subplot. It's like, guys, like nobody fucking cares about Barb. Like, stop. Oh, the internet God. seemed to care a lot about Barb. I didn't. The internet cares about Szechuan sauce too. Like, <laughs> true. The internet cares about stupid shit. Touché. <laughs> and I, I guess. <clears throat> I mean, when I when I watched the first season, I liked it. But the more distance I had from it, the more I was just like, "You didn't really do anything new. You just kind of remixed a bunch of stuff and just said like, here it is.' Like, yeah. So I, I mean, I felt the same way about it, but I also kind of didn't care because it it pulled in a lot of things that I liked from Stephen King's stories. Sorry about the sirens, you guys. Uh, it pulled in a lot of things I liked about Stephen King stories, but they did it better than most Stephen King movies did. So I didn't really care that they kind of ripped it off, you know? It, it's, it's more than just Stephen King stories. It's like everything from the 80s. Like, hey, remember Goonies? Hey, remember Close Encounters? Hey, remember E.T.? Yeah. But I like all those things. So, I mean, the fact that they were able to put it all together into a, a stew of awesomeness, I'm good with that, <laughs> you know? I, I, I don't give know. them any credits for, like, originality. Yeah, but... that, 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 that's, what's, that's the ticker for me, where it's just like, okay, you can, you can take all those familiar things, but at least put something new in there, like, like with Star Wars. Like, the Force Awakens, yeah, is basically a remake of New Hope, but they twisted it around just enough so that it felt new still. Yeah, yeah. I, Stranger Things, it just feels like they just had a bag of ingredients and then just put them together and it was just like, here it is. Here's your microwave leftovers. Yeah, but sometimes microwave leftovers are delicious. Like chili. Chili's mm. the best when it's microwave leftovers. Your True mom dad. is microwave leftovers. Yeah, she fucking is. <laughs> <laughs> lasagna is always better on the second day, too. True. Of course, if you have a cat named Garfield, there's no leftover lasagna. <laughs> he ate all that shit. So my son binge-watched all of Stranger Things in, like, you know, eight hours straight. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is, is he stranger now? No, but he's a little more thingy. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, he said he really liked it. He, he enjoyed, you know, the 80s nostalgia that he can't relate to yet for some reason thinks is awesome. Right. Yeah. <laughs> The kids these days, they're all about the 80s. I mean, when know. we were growing up, like, how many of us were into shit from the 60s exactly. or something? Exactly, like, dazed and confused and 
Yeah. All that kind of thing. Yeah. So, you know, that's what kids do. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I don't think I ever said anything about the barb thing because like I didn't watch Stranger Things last year until like way late in the game. Like I was like a month behind everybody else. But I remember that because of that, I didn't know anything about Barb other than everybody fucking stroking off to her on the internet, like, all the fucking time. Oh, Barb is a real MVP. Oh, she's so awesome. She's in one fucking episode. (laughs) (laughs) And she literally just died. Like, that's it. That's, yeah, I get, I get why people, like, associate with her or, you know, um, have an affinity for her, I guess I should say, like. Oh, yeah, she's the, the rejected friend that it, just tags along. She's relatable to a lot of the yeah. people who are binge-watching Stranger Things. Yes, but <laughs> I just feel like people took it way too far to the point that by the time I finally watched it and I was like, I was ready to see this awesome character named Barb and it just turned out to be like, uh, you know, kind of stodgy girl that dies after an episode and a half and nobody <laughs> gives a shit about her. It's like, where's Barb? Has anybody just, seen her? I love that you just described her as a stodgy girl. <laughs> uh, like, everybody's just like, has, has anybody seen Barb? Right. No? Okay, well, anyway, uh, we're looking for that other kid. <laughs> well, the thing is, is like the story was centered around the kid, not Barb. And now in the second season, they brought in Barb's family and they're all like, yo, we're still looking for her. We believe she's out there. And it's like, why is this a subplot? I don't fucking It's time care. to move on. Yeah. Get a new Barb. Just have another kid. Who cares? Like, sh- show me more Paul Reiser. <laughs> is Paul Reiser in it? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Thanks for spoiling it. God damn it, Peter. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, he's the new 11. Like, Eleven regenerates and becomes Paul Reiser. Nice, nice. Specifically, Paul Reiser from Mad About You. Okay, that's what I was hoping. <laughs> yeah, for. yeah. And so I was like, Helen Hunt talking, get it? I was about to ask about Helen Hunt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and is she chasing a dickstism? I mean, a a jizz a jism storm. <laughs> that's what it's called. <laughs> I think Winona Ryder might regenerate into Helen Hunt at one point. Okay. Okay. Well, that doesn't sound like too much of a spoiler, right. so yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Now, I did hear that a couple of the voice actors from Overwatch are in Stranger Things. And, you know, as y'all know, that's probably a big part of why I haven't recorded any new episodes for the past month. <laughs> talk to us about Overwatch. Let's talk about Overwatch. Uh, I think I mentioned it a little bit on the last episode, and I probably failed to, to actually describe it then, too. But it's basically just a first-person shooter where you're playing capture the flag with different different characters uh they have a thing right now like all this month they've had like halloween special stuff so like you are fighting the same characters but <clears throat> they're like frankenstein's monster and shit like that so that's been keeping me Look occupied at you frankenstein's monster and not frankenstein yeah like what kind of <laughs> fucking noob just calls the monster frankenstein Jesus Christ, what do you take me for? I cracked up. Um, TV's Jeff had a Facebook post about, uh, if, he said, I wish somebody, all you people would just crack open a book. What you keep referring to as Frankenberry is actually Frankenberry's monster. Frankenberry <laughs> was the doctor, you plebs. Like, yeah. Jeff is the best. Awesome. His his Facebook is just, is really just the best because he will make jokes that I, I would be afraid to say online. Mm-hmm. Like he, he really pushes the, the boundary. Oh yeah. Yeah. So awesome. uh, I salute you, Jeff TV's Jeff. 
Uh, so anyway, uh, let's take a quick break and then we're going to talk, come back. And, um, guys, I have a scary story for to tell you. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to play, uh, ghost story by the gloom because it's spooky.
All right, we are back. So, Jenny, well, you've been uh, doing Overwatch and all busy. Um, I spent this past month, almost every weekend of the past month, working at a haunted house. Ooh, fancy. Yeah, yeah. So, um, And this is the Red Vane Haunted House, yes, right? Yes, Red Vane Haunted House in uh, Ashland, Virginia, on Hanover Vegetable Farm. And I had so much fun. It's like the, the time of my life being able to go down there and help oh. out with it. I wish I could have been there every night they were open. Um, <laughs> Way to incorporate dirty dancing into a Halloween story. Um, I got to play with doing spooky makeup, um, which if any of you are my Facebook friends, you've seen some of that. Uh, and I got to use LipSense products yeah. uh, in the makeup too, which is awesome. I made multiple people piss their pants. Um, did, did you actually get confirmation of this? Yes. Like you, yes. you reached down and felt the crotch and no. it was damp? No, I'm not allowed to touch them. Oh, damn. Did you see <laughs> like a, a wet stain or anything? I didn't see wet stains, but um, I did. Uh, there were other actors in more well-lit areas who definitely saw wet stains coming through their areas. Um, nice. <laughs> yeah. No, this, this haunted house is no joke. Uh, Red Vane has been working on perfecting this for years. Um, they started out... Uh, doing uh, different horror events throughout the Richmond area. And during Halloween, they would like work the queue line at other attractions in Virginia. And they would be at like a different one every night they were open, you know, like entertaining people as they're waiting to go through. Um, And they finally last year were able to open up their own haunted house and they partnered with Hanover Vegetable Farm to get it done. And they've got this incredible backstory there's a, a, a Kindle book. It's a novella. It's a really short story um, that you can get. It, I think it's still free on uh, Kindle uh, with the whole backstory of the haunted house about Thomas and Emily Redvane mm-hmm. and how they had a home in, you know, in Virginia and on this land. And it like tells you everything. Like it, it prepares you for like what you're about to go walk through. Nice. And, uh, a friend of mine from high school, he went down there this past weekend. And even the drive there, as you, you like drive out into the country, it's in Ashland, and you're going through all these spooky back roads. One of the roads is Route 666. Nice. That you turn onto on the way there. And he sent me that picture. He was like, oh my God, this place is so Did incredible. they plan it like that on purpose? Or was it just a happy it, accident? That was a happy accident because they couldn't have planned that they'd be able to work with Hanover Vegetable Farm, you know, but, um, you know, then they were able to. So, uh, but yeah, I, so where I was, my role, um, I was able to like pop out and do jump scares. Um, and then I had like this whole monologue about what was going on that night and the sacrifice to Sam Hain. And, Mm -hmm. um, it's a really cool experience. Now, did you play a different character on each night that you went or you basically the same character? Not this year. I got to be the same character every time. And I really liked it because I got to play around with it a little bit more. And because I saw your makeup and like, you kind of did a different thing each night. So they gave you the freedom to do like whatever you wanted. Well, I did have, um, yeah, I was able to do my makeup kind of however I wanted. Um, but they had this mask that I wore, like a half mm-hmm. mask. So sometimes, like, you didn't see that, like, I took the picture before I put that mask on. Okay, okay. Um, so it was the same thing every night uh, that I was there. Um, but I got to play with it, and by the last night that I was there, I, I felt, like, really good at it as far as, like, I had finally, like, found a groove of of how to make it work. And my favorite part of what I got to do was 
where I was, um, like there's this big, they go through, so the, the haunt is really long and it's more than just a haunted house. It's like indoor and outdoor. So there's a cornfield that's a, a maze that you go through with different scenes all throughout the cornfield. And then there's one structure that you go through that's a house. And then you come down a ramp and you're outside in an atrium. That's where I was. God, spoilers. Back up. Well, now it's over. (laughs) But maybe next year everybody can go. (laughs) Actually, if you do hear this on Tuesday and you are anywhere near the Ashland area, go because they're open Tuesday night. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, And uh, yeah, then there's like another house area that you walk through. So it's really long and it's like, you know, keeps going. And so I'd be hiding and I would hear these people coming down the ramp, just coming out of the house saying, um, oh my God, there's more. Or like, um, you know, I would hear somebody, like I heard one guy say, you guys, I literally just pissed my pants. And (laughs) then I got to like make him piss his pants again. Nice. Uh, (laughs) You probably shouldn't have drank so much before he went in. Probably not. (laughs) Probably not. Yeah. Um, and working in a haunted house, so like here's a few behind the scenes things. If somebody hears your name, the actors have ways of communicating with each other throughout to get your name to everybody there. Hmm. Yeah. So if somebody hears your name, they're going to keep it up, especially if it scares you. Mm-hmm. We're going to keep saying your name and scaring you. Nice. Um, nice. And we have code words for bad people who could present a problem. And we have code uh-huh. words for people who need to be removed so that we can say these things and still stay in character. So so how was it like being on the other side of a haunted house? Like, does it kind of break the illusion for other ones or does it kind of make it more interesting to you? Or? I think it makes it more interesting and it, it helps you see like the attention to detail and things that maybe some do or do not focus on. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, as a group, now I didn't get to go to this other one, but as a group, some of the actors from Red Vane went to another uh, local haunt and they said you could see in the detail, like they maybe were just like picking up people like, hey, bring your friend, bring this person, bring that person mm-hmm. to go work there because they were short. Um, but they didn't bother putting those people in makeup or costume. They just kind of like jumped out to scare you yeah. at random times. So when you have one like Red Vane where they've got a lot of attention to the details of how your makeup is done, what your costume is. Right. And um, now they've been doing it for several years where these other guys maybe like maybe well, it's only their second year or something. No, this other, the place where they went has been there a long time. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. shade. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say the name of it. No, no, no. <laughs> um, but they've, but they have a script for all the actors. So if there is somebody like, you know, me, I wasn't there every time I was kind of filling in when they were short staffed. Mm-hmm. Um, and they would, you know, but I'm able to look at the script that they've got written and read lines and maybe, and it's funny because everybody can kind of change things and tweak it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've all like, like we've all kind of worked on it. And if somebody's out and like, um, like I went to the person in the scene next to me was different, um, after like the third time I was there and I got to talk to him and tell him what the person who was in the role the last time was doing you know, kind of collaborate on it. Mm -hmm. And what's really cool about acting in, in it is it's so it's feel like I acted in a play last year and you can't change what you're doing mid scene in a play. Mm -hmm. You can't change how like, you've got to make it, you've got to find something in the beginning and go with it. And that's what you're doing. When you're in a haunted house, you can change who you are every 30 seconds. There's a little bit of improvisation. Yes. And and, can't talk. (laughs) And if you have an idea of, you know what, I'm going to try this next time. And when the people come through, it doesn't work. Then you just change again, you know? So it's really fun to like, Mm -hmm. you can play with that. 
Now, let me ask you this too. Do they do basically the same haunt every year or do they change well, it up? I don't know what they're going to do next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, they're going to have to change. You have to change it or else people won't come back. Right. I would think. Uh, last year, the haunt was about half the size that it is this year. Um, they expanded it a lot. So it was completely different than what they did last year. Uh, I don't know how much of it they're going to change next year, mm-hmm. but I think that they're going to keep the size the same. They're probably going to alter the theme a little bit in some okay. characters and costumes. But I really wanted to come up and do it this year, but uh, let, to be honest, I kind of got lazy on the weekends that I had free. <laughs> and I could have come up this weekend, but like it was raining and... Yeah. You know, I kind of wanted somebody to go with me, and mm-hmm. I didn't feel like talking to people. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, and like for for me, I know that it's it was exhausting, like working there. I know, like everybody knows, we've been on break for a while now, and there were I think one or two times when we were going to record, and I had said, "I I'm too wiped out right now. I'm really not on my best game." Yeah, like, <laughs> just from. Uh, you know, on your feet for four hours and, and running back and forth and jumping out. Yeah. People. Oh yeah. I can imagine. It's a little bit of exercise, not too much, but it's enough. Um, but it's just, there's so much adrenaline mm-hmm. like you feed, and you feed off of people, you know, like you hear them like, Oh, I'm so scared right now. Oh my God. Somebody's going to pop out at us. You know? Mm-hmm. And I saw kids like kids, I mean, teenagers, there were <laughs> three, <laughs> there were three teenage girls that I saw have to leave. Because they were so scared. Really? They needed, like attendants to come out and get them. And they, these are kids like between the ages of like 14 and 16. Oh, They're God, like, I'm jealous. Oh, I can't. No, don't look at me. I want to like, torture some children. Yeah. But it's more, it's less fun for me to torture the children and more fun for me to torture like frat boys. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. I could see that. It's a lot of fun. After hearing all the work that goes into this, I kind of feel bad for being unimpressed at the Halloween trail that I went to last weekend. <laughs> maybe it wasn't that good. Yeah, maybe they didn't do a lot. No, I, I, I mean, the, they certainly did a lot. It was just like we were a group of five people and we were all single file and I was in the middle. So like the people that were getting the jump scares were like the people ahead of me. So then, or the like, people in the back, like if they got grabbed as they walk by or something. Yeah. So like for me, it was always like the awkward, like in between, like when they're like trying to think of what to do next. And I'm just like, hi. Uh, yeah. They should. Yeah. Well, that's on the haunt. They should have it set up so that there are different points of coming out. And you, I, you see what I'm saying? Like, like they have to stagger where they're jumping out. Like, you can't only jump at the first person every time, or only jump at the back. Person yeah, that makes time. sense. Yeah. yeah. Also, I God damn it! I wish we had the soundboard still. But there was this one part where, like, there was like zombie, uh, like a zombie whorehouse or something. I guess it was supposed to be. What the hell? Hot. <laughs> no, no, and like. But like they're like, oh, like I want to make this gentleman my, you know, my husband. Ah, but then like they didn't say that to me, and I was like, why not me? Like, come on. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even get a fucking zombie woman. (laughs) Damn it! It's fucked up. So Jenny, you teased us before the break with a spooky story. Okay, see if I can remember. So one night, it was a dark and stormy night. There was a woman who went to bed. Everything seemed normal. And in the middle of the night, she heard, she woke up. She looked around and nothing was there. So she goes back to sleep. A few minutes later, she wakes up again. It's a little bit louder. Nothing is there. She's really freaking out now. She finally manages to get back to sleep. And then the next morning, she wakes up and she's laying in a pool of blood because her period started the night before. (laughs) 
It's a true story. <laughs> what were the noises though? Uh, probably rats. <laughs> <laughs> How was that Grace Sherwood thing that you went to? Oh, it was actually really good. <laughs> That's spooky. I thought you were going to tell us something about Grace Sherwood. No. no, I just wanted to tell my spooky period story. Uh, <laughs> so... Okay, so this was a couple weeks ago. Um, let me back this up by saying that uh, we have a local legend here in Virginia Beach that's Grace Sherwood. She's the only, I believe she's the only person who's ever been convicted of witchcraft in the state of Virginia. Um, this was, I can't remember what year, like late 1600s, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this was like a very famous thing around here. There's like, there's houses that, you know, are dedicated to, you know, reenacting things about her life, that sort of thing. Um, so one of the local historic houses put on an event that was, uh, it was called a witch among us or something like that. And it was, you know, just about Grace Sherwood. And I was expecting it to be like a lecture. Like we were going to walk in and they were going to tell us all these little, little myths and legends about her life. Like, uh, supposedly all of the rosemary in Virginia came from her. She carried it over like in an eggshell or something like it was like a weird story um but what it actually was was like it was basically a a show like it was a theater production where they had the two people that were her main accusers you know the two people that said this this bitch's a witch put her on trial um they had people you know interpreters dressed up like these people they had you know the full script and everything and they were kind of presenting their case to us the audience who were supposed to be like the jury or the community or something that was, we were going to decide whether or not she should be put on trial. And, um, burn the witch. <laughs> yeah, there were definitely some Monty Python jokes from the audience at some point during the, the show. Um, and then, of course, like about halfway through, the woman dressed as, or who was acting as Grace Sherwood came out on the stage and kind of, they kind of went back and forth and they were talking about the accusations and everything. And then, um, then it went out to the audience for questions. And this was like a good, like hour, probably about an hour and 15 minute presentation. So it was really, and it was really neat because like we walked through the grounds of the, um, the house, you know, like on the property and it was raining and it was dark and it was like, it was really spooky. They had people like, set up in costume telling us about witches and how we needed to defend ourselves from witches and all this stuff. Um, I think my favorite part was, you know, they're talking to, there's a guy named Luke Hill that was the main accuser of Grace Sherwood. And um, during the question and answer portion from the audience, there was somebody in the back who he, I don't know if he was a lawyer, if he was just really good at this kind of shit or whatever, but he was like, so Mr. Hill, let me ask you this. Uh, If she was, taken to jail as a witch what would you gain from this and he was like i wouldn't gain anything because if they found that i was going to gain anything they wouldn't even let me accuse her blah 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 and he goes well what would happen to her land if she was in jail because she doesn't you know the state would seize it right well it would go up for auction and he goes well then maybe somebody like yourself mr hill who is a you know who grows cotton maybe you could buy that land at a discount. And the guy who was the interpreter gets like beat red in the face and starts yelling. And he's like, I would never do such a thing. I mean, it was like, he was really into the character. I was, I was super impressed. Uh, I was like, yeah, good job. And then um, on the other side of the room, there's like a teenage girl and she's like, she's like, he's so triggered right now. (laughs) (laughs) So Fun was had by all, and she was not found to be a witch. So 
No, though she totally is. No, in real life, she was found to be a witch, but she was not executed. Correct? Right, yeah. right. I don't believe we had execution for witches in America. So, well, except in Salem. Well, yeah, I think it was uh, in Virginia. They yeah. they didn't have that. In fact, they they kept bringing that up. Like the guy who's playing Luke Hill kept bringing that up as like a a slam against Massachusetts. He was like, we're thinking men here in Virginia. We're not like those people in Massachusetts who would, <laughs> you know, just run around accusing people for no reason and executing them. You know, we want to make sure that this person is held to trial. You know, <laughs> it was, it was really fantastic. Um, and I feel like some of the best parts of it were the question and audience or question and answer from the audience. So it was only like 10 bucks or something. So if you're anywhere oh, wow. near Virginia beach, uh, next year, I'm hoping they're going to do it again because it was really, it was really good, and it was just a good way to interpret the local legend. And I'm kind of a Grace Sherwood fangirl because, like, once I started reading about her, I'm like, this bitch gave zero fucks what anybody thinks about her, you know? Well, one of the, I I remember when I um, looked up a little bit of information about her. One of the reasons why she was accused of witchcraft is because she wore trousers when she worked in the fields. Yeah, she's a lesbian. Mm-hmm. And 100%. she didn't. And I, I think her her husband died. I think she was a widow. Is that right? Mm-hmm. And um, she didn't. Uh, yeah, she she wore trousers to work in the fields, and she didn't hire any men to help her. She right. did it all by herself. And I think one of my favorite things was one of the accusers said that she was hag riding another woman <laughs> and i'm like hey girl oh really really <laughs> yeah i went into her bedroom and there she was riding her just like a horse well is that, then <laughs> is that an urban dictionary good on you girl <laughs> yeah maybe we should put it on urban dictionary <laughs> i want to ride a hag <laughs> hey boy <laughs> anyway i think that does it for our super spooky Halloween. Ooh, spooky. I'm David Pumpkins. <laughs> Sorry. Any questions? <laughs> yeah, I have a few, actually. <laughs> <laughs> All oh. right. So uh, go on Facebook.com. Uh, we're on Instagram, Twitter, at Matthew Broadcast, MatthewBroadcast.com. Uh, give us a call at 757-541-CUNT. See you next Tuesday. Motherfuckers! <laughs>